Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Las Vegas, Super Bowl 58. Steelers have been in eight Super Bowls, won six. Many Pittsburgh Steelers fans know what the feeling is like, but you know what the ticket prices are like. Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas is really, I think, based on the fact that Las Vegas has so many other destination attractions, it's bigger than ever. And the whole thing with San Francisco 49er fans are well-traveled. Kansas City's in it again. And Taylor Swift factor. So Ticket Nick says ticket prices are higher than ever. Hey, by, by the way, talk about, and Larry's right, and I have that. But talk about irony, Larry, and talk about hypocrisy. I have seen a shift in the philosophy. By the way, I saw this in my own family. When my uh, cousins in Bloomfield were, were numbers writers, quite frankly. Right. And, and I love them for it. And it was fun to be a witness to that. And got arrested, oh, a lot, Larry. A lot for writing numbers. Then that transitioned into um, the lottery. So suddenly the government, which found something illegal, finds it to be legal because they can benefit from it. Okay? It's the same with this betting um, on sports. Larry, we've watched this happen in front of our very eyes, that betting on sports and the two commingling was taboo forever, right? Right. No one. In sports, no announcers, no hosts, no players. No one was allowed to talk about betting, were they? No. Now, the ESPN anchors pick their winners based on betting live during the show. And players have betting apps, and right? And current players are still banned from going to casinos, yet the league has accepted big, big, big money. Huge. It's a hypocrisy. That's their business. But the ultimate, is, which is so ironic, Larry, is they have this Super Bowl in Vegas because of the money there, right? And the betting there, right? Obviously. The players aren't allowed to bet at all. At all while they're in Vegas. And you know, you know the NFL knows what the hell they're doing every step of the way. I find that to be uh, fascinating. I, I am not a better. I, I just don't like it. I think it's kind of boring. And you lose your money so fast, it's kind of ignorant. But they're all about it. They are, sir. And I get it. They're chasing a buck. By the way, it's happened in our business, too. Half the sports guys uh, 
promote betting, and I get it. And I just don't uh, remember like when it. they said in Pennsylvania we're so conservative as a state yep. that betting in casinos will never be legal here. I remember this. And when they built Rivers Casino, people forget it was slot machines only. That's right. And then quickly or shortly after, they said, well, we can't compete with, you know, Wheeling and, right. you know, West Virginia who had betting there. That's the other hypocrisy. I have family members that had uh, gambling machines in the back of their businesses, whether it's a restaurant or a bar. That was big, poker well, machines. As a reporter, I went on raids where they would take the poker machines out and put grandpa in cuffs because it was illegal. The irony was when the state realized they could make that money, they made betting machines, roulette, whatever the hell they're called. What do they call that? One-armed bandits. One-armed bandits. They made them legal for them. But to this day, they are still illegal in bars in uh, restaurants in Western PA. And they still, there's still thousands of these, these illegal one-armed bandits in bars and restaurants. They're in the back room. It's actually bizarre. Well, it's kind of like what they're doing now with legalized marijuana. Right on. Doing, right on. Doing the same thing. Right. And what's fascinating, what happened with that in California, they have billions and billions of dollars of excess marijuana. Why? The commercial stuff. Why? Because the jagoffs, and I say that in the nicest way, they taxed it so much that consumers in California are buying more illegal pot than legal pot because they never learn, Larry. And once they lighted, who knows the difference? Right on. So I showed um, Larry this this board uh, from Ticket Nick, who's the man. Were you kind of shocked, Larry, when you saw Yeah, the, when uh, you show me the numbers. I mean, if you look on StubHub or some of those places, <laughs> $6,000 a ticket is for upper-level seats. Right, so this is the actual inside the uh, graphic of the seating chart. Club midfield A ticket prices, $9,500. This is face value, Larry. Wow. Club, 30 to 40-yard line. What's club mean, Larry? That's where what? You can sit and then you can walk back into like a restaurant or bar? Yeah. Those would be considered premium premium seats. Okay. So club, 30 to 40-yard line, 8000 Face value, folks. Good God. Club, sideline, 6,300. Zero to 20-yard line, 5,000. Larry, the corner of the end zone, tickets, 4,500 bucks. The center of the end zone, 3,200 bucks. Midfield, 3,500 bucks. Sideline, uh, this is the 300 level, so you're starting to get a little higher up, 3,200 bucks. The the cheapest seat in that stadium is a thousand bucks, and those are dog seats behind some pillar. And Ticket Nick tells me this will be the costliest Super Bowl in NFL history. So the bottom line is, and Larry, you've been to seven of these games. Uh, what these get? The reason why the crowds are never really that loud at these games is because generally they're stuffed suits, a rich people and friends of friends. Corporate folks take their friends there. So regular folks, the nutty fans who get hammered in the parking lot, generally aren't at that game. It's women in mink coats and men in bespoke handmade $5,000 suits, which is fine. I'm not judging anyone. I think the NFL is masterful at entertaining us. But my man, when you're $9,500 and 10000 face value, that's some thin air, man. Not only can you listen... 
to the Big K Morning Show, but you can watch. Go to kdkradio.com. The Ireland Contracting video feed is up. Click on Watch KDK Radio Live Stream, and you can see inside the studio. Hey, man, give us some insight, because I think this is fascinating. First of all, if I were a rich man, uh, and I'm not, I would not pay ever. And I don't care what kind of money I had. I would never pay for that tickets like that. I, in my world, I'd rather be at home. I just don't like the hassle. I'm not a big partier. But people love that buzz, to which, to, to which I get to you, because this is fascinating. So he said something that people glossed over. You were at three Super Bowls with the Steelers. Correct. Right? And, and I would assume if they went this year, which they're not, obviously, you would be with the team. Right? would make sense that you would go there to Actually, help. I was at four Super Bowls wow. with the Steelers. With the Steelers, four. Yeah, first in 95 when they played Dallas in Tempe, Arizona. Wow. They lost that game, remember? Neil O'Donnell threw two picks to the same guy. Uh, then yeah, made him a millionaire. Seriously. In Detroit, they won that game. Obviously, Jerome yeah. Bettis goes home, yeah. rides out on the sunset with a Super Bowl trophy. Yeah. Then... In Tampa, with the MVP, San Antonio Holmes, toe-tapping catch. That was... San Antonio. I that was him. an amazing night. And... Uh, what was the fourth? That's three. And then the fourth was the Super Bowl in Dallas where they lost to Green Bay. So They should have won that game. So give me give me the vibe. Like, what is, is it? Is it different? Is there a real intensity? Yeah, everything is amped up. Okay. And first of all... Every town that's hosted a Super Bowl, the whole city is Super Bowl City. Even in Detroit, and they had snow and issues, uh, which wasn't really conducive, but it was an indoor Dallas stadium. might have been the worst ever, though, with that ice storm. Dallas's weather was worse because yep. it was ice. And as you know, Marty, you lived there 10 yep. years. They don't have a way to treat ice. Sand. They throw sand on it. It's gross. You see big clouds of sand on the highway. From, from you know, Honestly. In our news director, we were driving to a site in Fort Worth. Right. We were going to do a live broadcast, and uh, it was white knuckle. Wow. Je Jeff Hathorne and I <laughs> were so tired because you're grinding. I know. Boo-hoo. But you're you're just yeah, – um, yeah. you're doing a lot. And, and did uh, you – PJ um, was driving. Was the team different? Was their attitude different? Did they have – did you have access to them, or were they – it was so important that it wasn't the same? You know, they like they do during the regular season and playoffs, you have windows of opportunity to talk to the coaches yeah, and yeah. players. Uh, it's very controlled. Uh, there's on Tuesday of Super Bowl. So next Tuesday, uh -huh. they'll have what they call Media Day. Yeah. And they'll have both teams at different times. And every player is available to interview. And the marquee players are up on little podiums, gondolas like. The now, do they give you seats or are you up in a press area when you went four times? Uh, it, it varied. Okay. One of the times they were going to put us in a auxiliary press area uh -huh. outside the stadium, Whoa. so you would have to watch on TV. Oh my goodness! But fortunately, we were able to get in Tampa. We sat in the back row, at the top of the stadium, okay, and the last seats. So lousy seats. Yeah, but it still was the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's uh, true. Now, do you notice kind of kind of what I say? It's all rich people because and press people and and comp tickets. Your average Joe doesn't go to this game. No, it's corporate people taking yeah, yeah. high-end, sure. you know, clients, and then if your team's not in it, yeah, yeah. which you know, still the majority of the people in the stadium are there because it's the Super Bowl, not because they have necessarily an affiliation with one of the two teams. Uh, and, and but the whole city, I mean, they got 
stuff going constantly, merchandise. Uh, you just if you're lucky enough to go, and I was fortunate because I was going quote unquote working. Uh, you you can't afford. And, and these one more observation, um, Usher, and I've liked him since he was young because that was 20 years ago when I was young. But he's maybe I'll ask Samantha this. In your world, because in my daughter's world, my son's world, they don't even know who the hell he is. He's kind of irrelevant. I'm not trying to be a jerk. No, I know who Usher is, and I remember listening to him when I was like, yeah, like ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing but, halftime. But yeah, I don't. I'm it's, sure it'll be a great show. I'm sure he'll. He's do... a, well, he has an insane Vegas show. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe that's the connection. I'm not putting yeah. him down. And oh. I'm sure there'll be a surprise. Oh. Guests. There you. Except last year, that last year the surprise was that well, Rihanna was well, pregnant. But... Well, you know oh, Taylor yeah. Swift. The irony of all of this is Taylor Swift turned down the offer for her to perform at halftime. Why wouldn't she just come down out of her little box? I know. So and I was like, maybe she'll. So no. would that be insane? She won't. I don't. Because there's no way if she, she did like one said, song. It would. It would bring the house down. Yeah, I mean, like you said, she doesn't need it. But she doesn't need the that. irony was, oh, I can't be there. I'll be in Tokyo. Oh, well, is that what she said, Larry? Yeah, she's going to oh. be. So, <laughs> oh, I see. She uh, apparently yeah, good, good is going to be there. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's a bit of a rhetorical question because there's 800 theories on this. Report came out yesterday, and not a surprise to me because we talk about education a lot. The highest absenteeism rate in history for uh, kids from Highest school ever we used to call that there's a word for that truancy playing, playing hooky we called it back right. in the day and um they call it chronic absenteeism now it's when you miss more than 15 days a year in post covid it's jumped more than 40 percent and in the pittsburgh public schools they've lost like five six thousand students and in, in Philadelphia, and this is an American tragedy that no one seems to give a damn about other than us, it, that 40% of the African-American students, boys, never came back to school. No, no one's freaked out about that. In Philadelphia, you're yep. saying 40%. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And thousands and thousands of kids who they gave computers to never came back to school and they never went and got the computers. I, I'm not exaggerating this. Tens of millions nationwide, hundred plus million dollars worth of computers. Just where the hell are they? And this is where we're at. And in these urban school districts, the test scores are abysmal. I mean, we always pick out and not necessarily pick on, but underline Pittsburgh because it's our district. They have horrific test scores, as we've outlined in the future. I can't understand, Larry, where the hell these kids are. And who decided what their parents just said, stay home forever? I mean, to have this jump 40%, what is that, man? Seriously. It's a great question. Where are they? I mean, do they understand what happens now? You know, we've said this, man. Build schools or build prisons, because that's where you end up if you get no education. And this crap about put them in the military that don't work no more they they can't pass the physical because they're all fat and, and that's not hyperbole that's a fact and about 60 percent of them can't pass the basic entrance exam math and english they can't add four and two they get seven and so the military doesn't want these kids and i love when people say you should go to a trade school really like they're dummies 
you got to be really smart to get through learning how to use and, and fix these new furnaces and, and, and air conditioners. And you have to have a work ethic. Right. you got to show up, be right. there. You know, we've talked to, we can't even calculate, how many business owners at how many levels that tell us these nightmare stories about trying to hire good and keep employees. Right. right. One, one restaurateur right. who you know had lined up eight candidates right. to work. Right. None of them showed up for their appointment. How about that? Or even had the courtesy to call to say they would not be coming. Well, who raised these kids? Because they're idiots. And using our former friend Steve Mazik, because we don't know what happened to him. He got mad at us and disappeared for some reason. Um, fantastic uh, man with the Carpenters Union. This notion that you could be a carpenter. No, you can't. You can't. Very intense uh, apprenticeship program. Very significant training. If you're in a union, a trade, man, they don't mess around. You better be good or you better be gone. And you end up getting paid to train. Right. It's like 25 an hour. And when you're, you know, working, working, you don't have a giant bill cloud hanging over your head from right your on. school. Who the hell wants Who the hell wants you once you drop out of school? There is no gig. And it goes back to the disintegration of the American family, not to get on my high horse here, but where are the millions of parents who said to their kids, you don't ever have to go back to school again? I, I don't get it. How do you track them? And what are they doing? And once you track them and find them, what do you do with them, Larry? Right. Huh? It's a problem. And then you order them to go back to school? Really? And then they're raising hell in school. It's a horrible, horrible nightmare. You know who it affects the most? Poor folks in urban areas where the dropout rate is above 50%. It's ridiculously scary. Because look five years down the road, what the hell are they doing with their lives? They will never have money, ever. You can't. And so somebody better in these homes out there, quit blaming the system, the government, and look in the mirror and say, what the hell am I doing? My kid's sitting at home. Where are they going to end up? Can't get in the military. Can't get a trade. You might be able to drive a truck. Might. But that takes a level of skill as well. And you're going to pass a drug test. Right on, brother. And discipline. Ask the trucking people right how many people fail that. Right. It's a disaster. I saw this number this morning. How about this, Larry, before we go to break? They say they're hopeful that classrooms will get back to normal by 2030. 30, Larry. When is that? We'll be retired. According to my calculation, six years. Right on. <laughs> Plus the one we're in. Wow. Any other good news? I'm just <laughs> suggesting that grandpa and grandma out there listening, our audience is a little older, or mom and dad listening you got to get your kids ass out of bed well and go to of, work let me tell you something a lot of grandparents are doing the job of their kids wonderful assessment because they can't true. handle it right on brother and, and they're, they're tired doing, and they're doing a great job a hell of a job at doing that saving lives but if you want to break the circle of poverty education <sighs> is one way and a major way to do it coming up we're going to go live to Brooke Ward, who is the president of Washington Hospital, a major announcement they have, and we'll dig into that. And uh, speaking of major, today 
on Capitol Hill, the CEOs of TikTok, Snap, Meta, X, and Discord are going to testify huh. before the Senate Judiciary Committee on what it calls a failure to protect children online. And lawmakers are going to push to overhaul how social media platforms are regulated, including amending a law called Section 230 that shields tech giants from being sued by users. CBS News business and technology correspondent Joe Ling Krent. Section 230 does not allow people to sue the companies for what users are saying on their platform. So that really is where some of the conflict is, even among some of the senators, including in the Democratic majority. How they propose to do that, I don't know. Well, it's been debated forever. Yeah, I mean, how do you protect children from going online and going down rabbit holes that are, you know, darker criminal? Well... First of all, regarding the litigation, if you go to my Facebook page today and look under some of the postings, you'll see people that should be sued or or should be uh, put in jail because they're pigs and they say salacious things and hateful things. Point being, how the hell do you sue that? Right. And what's Facebook supposed to do? I I mean, I don't know. In regarding mom and uh, they always come in my little world, it comes back to mom and dad. We always want government to regulate what parents should be doing. Take the damn we, phone away, man. But then we don't want government meddling in our lives any right. more than they have to. The ultimate irony. Uh, should these big companies be responsible for some of their content? Hell yeah. Yeah. For example, Raz mentioned this to us. This is fact. Billy Sawyer, you know, one of my boys, and he knows this stuff. This, this happened last night. Did you see this, Sam, on YouTube? This kid who... Beheaded his father? No, I didn't. Yeah. Raz mentioned it to us, uh, and I had gotten wind of it uh, last night. And Billy Sawyer, who's my man, uh, sent me this uh, update because he had heard this too, and he watched it, and, you know, Bill knows his stuff. It was on YouTube last night. He held up the head of his dead father on YouTube. Went off for about 20 minutes. Went off with his father's head. Um, you remember several years back, there were live rapes on Facebook. Remember that when that was happening? And it wasn't too long ago, there were live shootings, mass shootings, right? I mean, we've seen this. So how do you monitor that? They have to figure out a way, man, because I, I, I you cannot. And what it does, and folks don't want to hear this, and Larry, we know this, it glamorizes this to the wackos who are out there with their finger on the trigger. It's that whole, what we talked about, and I heard Zapala talking about that young man who died last week, the police shooting, right? When he came out, he was shooting his gun, and the officer had to shoot him. And at the end of the day, they call it suicide by cop. He want, they want to go out in a blaze of glory. There, sh- there should be no way that you can go on any platform you want live and start killing people or cut your dad's head off. <sighs> Come on. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.